journey through the creative heart of this city. A whole lot of amazing things going on and new things popping up every single day and new people starting new projects. There is an awakening happening in this town. There's something about Miami. Miami is a great place to be right now. A sense of community within creativity. Creating opportunities for people. To be creative. That's the city I want to live in. It's really exciting to watch. We're talking about a creative renaissance. Welcome to Creative Renaissance Miami. I'm Ivan. And I'm Paul. Four years ago, Vanessa Thompson and Stephanie Quills Rodriguez signed a lease for an empty warehouse space over by the falls. Their vision was to create a home for local artists, a stage where anyone could get up in front of a supportive audience and express themselves in whatever way they desired. Four years later, their dream has blossomed into the backbone of a Miami artistic underground scene. They host a monthly comedy night called Laugh Attack, a monthly poetry and music night called Reverb, and their signature weekly open mic night called Vibes. Every Thursday night, they turn the stage over to musicians, poets, comedians, writers, and artists of all kinds, both seasoned veterans and nervous first-timers, so they can find an outlet for their creativity. So when you first pull up to Artistic Vibes, it's very easy to think your GPS has led you astray. Rows of warehouses make you think you're getting your car repaired instead of going to see a show. But as soon as you step inside, you feel like you're in someone's living room. Comfy couches are spread out around the space, and the walls have messages left behind in chalk by previous patrons. We caught up with Quills and Vanessa on one of their comfy couches to talk about how Artistic Vibes started, their creative partnership, and Miami's blossoming art scene. So here we are at Artistic Vibes with the beautiful ladies that run this place, Vanessa Thompson and Quills Rodriguez. Hi. Hello. Hi there. And uh, so we've been looking forward to this conversation for a long time. Yes, yes we have. Yes. Schedules are always insane, so we're, we're excited that uh, we're finally here with you guys. Yes, yeah. finally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but from the moment that this, this idea for this podcast came forward, like Artistic Vibes was definitely one of the places we wanted to talk to because this whole idea of this creative renaissance and, and, and people in Miami being... Uh, finding their creative voice, and having opportunities to explore that, this is a place that, I mean, you can do that. Yes, yeah. yes. That was uh, our vision from the very beginning. It was just uh, letting artists express themselves and keeping it local and making sure that we had a sp- you know, locals had a space and had a place to explore. You know, we've had comedians do music. We've had musicians try comedy. <laughs> uh, we, I am a poet who turned into a comedian, you know, just from having this stage and having that opportunity. So I agree. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think so, you know. You wouldn't think, you know, with all the negative things that sometimes people say and, and the frustrations we face in the city. But there is a whole lot of amazing things going on and new things popping up every single day and new people starting new projects. So it's actually, it's really exciting to watch, you know, in progress. And be a part of yeah, yeah and know? be a part of. Yeah, so what is the what is your origin story? Like where did the idea for this place uh start and and how did you take it from just an idea to an actual place where people can come? It uh, was on a couch, much like <laughs> this one. <laughs> like the one that we find ourselves sitting on right now. No, but it started it honestly started I would say probably even a year before we had a name and before we decided to do anything. Uh, a friend of, of mine and I were looking for a space to do poetry at. And we couldn't find any. There was maybe two or three. And it was in the beach, and it was on Saturday nights, and we were just looking for something to just go and, and 
not a big hot spot. We wanted to do it for the first time, and we wanted some, and, and it started there, and then it just died there. Oh, maybe we should start our own, and that was it. And then I would say about a year later, we were going to theater shows, we were going to other places and other rooms, and realizing that the audience wasn't there, uh, and and we wanted to change that. We were like, we could do this. You know, we have enough friends in the artistic community, uh, we have enough connections that we could do a book show with all of the talent that we've run across and really just trick Miami into coming and seeing it. Yeah. That was really how <laughs> it started. It was how do we trick them? Because when you tell them that it's a play or when you tell them that it's this, then they're like, eh, I don't know. So we came up with the name, we sat around and we, and we chose artistic vibes and then we decided our first show and we called it Art Attack because we were going to attack people with our art. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, we kind of went with that Miami vibe where it's all about the partying and, and all about the club and all about the drinking. And so what we would do is kind of just promote the venues, drink specials and, you know, other stuff that was happening there that night. And then when they would come, they would get all of that. But there was this show happening that we would kind of surprise them with. And it got a really great response, you know, at that time. And, and that's how we grew so much that we were able to then move on to getting our own space but at the time you know I was working with new theater plug 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 <laughs> <laughs> and um and and I was getting frustrated seeing the the audience there too you know like these amazing shows that were happening this beautiful art that was going on and you know you couldn't fill the seats like you can in another city so we were like we know so many artists so many actors musicians friends I'm sure if we got them all together they'd totally be down with doing a show let's let's try and it worked. And honestly, we didn't really know we were going to have a space. We started this in a, we wanted to keep it mom and pop and, and continue to grow the community. So we didn't choose our first venue as a big, big name. We went to our stomping ground. We're from Miami Springs. So we went to Miami Springs uh, and used our, hey, we graduated from Miami Springs Senior High. Would you mind giving us a space for free and letting us do a show? And we'll sell your drinks. And we asked them for their slowest night. We didn't want a Friday. We wanted something that they were going to be able to benefit from us as well, as much as we were benefiting from them giving us the space. Yeah. And we started on a Monday night, which is always really hard. Uh, and they, we did it. And we did that space and we were only doing a show once a month and we did that for about two years and we never really knew that this space was going to be here i kind of remember vanessa just showing up at the apartment with a key and saying hey wow. i did <laughs> i did yeah I, I, so what's that story how did you <laughs> oh my god so i was i was still working a nine to five and and we were doing the art thing at night for artistic vibes and and it was just the double duty and my cousin, she has an art studio right here across from us uh -huh. uh, called Artists at the Falls. She, she had been there for a few years already doing her thing. She's a painter, so she's got art classes and that kind of thing. And um, at my office one day, and she calls, and she's like, because a space opened up in front of me, and I just really think that you need to do your theater thing there because, <laughs> you know, it's just time, and these places go really fast. You've got to do it. And I was like, what? I don't have any money. <laughs> what are you talking about? And she's like, you just, just call the lady. And I was like... Okay, so I, I was sneaking in the back room of my office then, <laughs> calling the landlord here and being like, hey, I'm Talia's cousin, and I, I think I want to see your space. And because my family had been here for so long, they kind of ushered us to the front of the list for these places. And uh -huh. that same week, I came by to see the space. And, and when I walked in, you know, it was kind of like, I didn't really think it was going to happen. I just came to see, and, you know, she was really encouraging me to do it, and I came in, and I, and I saw the place, and then it was still an empty shell, and I could just see it. 
you know, I could see the paint wow. on the walls and the stage where it would go and what we could do in here. And, and I took the keys that day. I was like, we, you know, and, and I'm very grateful to my father for that. I mean, he literally, he literally emptied out his bank account for it. Yeah. You know, wow. he was like, this is all I have left. Do it. You know, here's the first and the last and, and what you need to get in. And, and if you think you can really do it, well, let's do it. And I was like, I, I think we can do it. And we got in and, and then it was like, oh crap. Yeah. Now we have an overhead. Now, <laughs> now people, they, now they have to come to the show. It's not just like, you know, oh, if you come, it's all right. Now you, you've got to come. And it, it was the most terrifying, but most exciting. I probably lost about 30 pounds that first month, you know, <laughs> because we really did give up everything for it. We had yeah. our own apartment. I had a brand new car. I was working as a paralegal Good during job. the day, you know. I was working medical for a while. And it was, oh, crap. And then I still tried to do both the jobs. And then we, it, it was scary because we were also changing our audience demographic where we were was Miami Springs. We weren't going to be able to carry over most of those fans who had really become accustomed to us over there all the way down because Miami people are fickle. Oh my God, all the way in Kendall? No way. That's half hour away. Yeah, it's, it's a far. whole whopping 15 minutes. Everything in Miami <laughs> yeah. takes 20 minutes to I've get to. I've had people from West Kendall be like, oh no, this is way too far. I'm like, what? <laughs> are you crazy? I live in Brickle. <laughs> I drive here every day, and then yeah. and then now we are here. We are four years later. Wow, you know, and 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 it's still crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, but the the machine is running. I mean, that yeah. first year was was terrifying. So it, it is, was so it was just you had to take the plunge. Yes, yeah, we just jumped. We did a there, blind jump. We didn't perfect. know. We didn't know if it was going to work, and it was it was really really scary. And you know, when you let go of that that security of that nine to five and that steady paycheck and and what you what you think you always have to do and what society mm -hmm. tells you you have to do it's terrifying to think i don't know where the money is going to come from mm -hmm. you know now it's up to me to kind of hustle it in and 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 create these programs and stuff but totally worth it yeah totally well, I'm worth it so glad you guys took the plunge <laughs> yeah <laughs> So like seven of you are really excited to be here. Thank you, the seven of you that are really excited to be here. By round of applause, how many of you is this your first time here at AB? <laughs> you a liar. Okay. Did you feel weird when you pulled up? A little bit. It's on. It's that's honesty. We like honesty here. It's the truth. You feel weird when you first drive up. You feel like you just got punked. Like somebody told you about a space so that they can steal your car so that they can rob you. It's like Craigslist shit is what happens, right? Did you call a friend? Why did you send me here? Am I in the right place? That always happens. I like to hang out outside for that exact same reason. Did you feel better when you walked in? Yes. Okay, good. So the scary people who are right here in the front couch didn't scare you away. That's a good, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. I always like to start off the show the same way when we have some new people um, or rude people who are talking. Steven. Um, it's okay. No, but I always like to introduce the show the same way. I always like to tell you about us and everybody who puts this show together. My name is Q, and I'm going to be hosting for you guys tonight. I am also, that's right, thank you, thank you, I like it. But I'm also the co-founder of AV. Stop, 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 but keep going. But 
But no, I, and I also want to introduce the team that puts this night and so many other things that we do here and the reason that we're still here four years later in Miami with doing nothing but local art. So if you can guys give a big round of applause to Vanessa Thompson, the other co-founder of AV. Keep it going for Kenny Cortina, Stephanie Mayer Sr., Lauren, Narciso, Xander, Sam, Panda, Top. We're Hispanic, can you tell, because of how many of us there are? Like, there's a lot of us here. But yeah, we've been here now four years, and in Miami, that's a really tough sell uh, when all you do is local art. We're not a restaurant, we're not a full bar, we don't have TVs. Everybody who's here is here to see the people on this stage, and the people on this stage are nothing but local acts. So thank you, give yourself a round of applause for spending Thursday night with us. Now, I want to get into your relationship because yeah. I think one of the things that we're exploring here with the podcast is these creative relationships, which I think is one of the things that's kind of fueling this renaissance in Miami. It's these partnerships that are friends, family almost, um, mm -hmm. not by blood, but, you know, by the beyond bond. that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so evident with the two of you. Um, and I think it's the secret to the success here at this place. So when when did the two of you meet? And did, <laughs> talk about your relationship. Well, we met in high school. Uh, we met, I would say, was it sophomore year of high school? What yeah. high school? Miami, Miami Springs Spring. Senior High. We were Miami Springs Senior High. And we met our sophomore year in high school. Oddly enough, we met because a <laughs> boy was trying to play the both of us. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it's, and they, he was trying to ask us both to a dance or something like that. And we talked to each other. Instead of being fooled, we, I was like, hey, did he ask you to the dance? Yes, he did. But I said, no, what did you say? And I was like, oh. I was like, let's both tell him yes. And then we just had this like moment of, <laughs> Yeah, instead of doing like the typical mean girl thing where you get catty against each other, uh -huh. yeah, no. we banded together. You teamed up. And, yeah. and we were like, this guy's not going to play us this way. Wow. We are going to play him. And we became really good friends after that. And we were best friends for a really long time. There was nothing romantic yeah, no. going on for a while. We were I mean, truly it, best friends. It's insane because in high school, not, we never had a single class together. So to have had that bond when you're used to always, we weren't in the same clubs together. It was two totally different things. But we would meet in the middle. Like, hey, what's going on on your end of the world, you know? Like, she was always in the theater department and stuff like that. I was always doing my own thing. She, um, she was hanging out with the cool kids, uh, the bad kids <laughs> that were, like, you know, too cool for school. Uh, I remember a few times you were with me there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, and that's kind of, like, where it took off. And then after high school, she – I think that – what ended up happening with Vanessa and I is like we were always just meant to be in each other's lives because then our first job was together. We worked at the same smoothie shop after school <laughs> in Miami Springs. Wow. Uh, and then after high school, she dated my neighbor. So again, now we don't have this school to, to see each other, but you're always next door, who yeah. happens to be my one of my guy best friends. So then we were always together there. And then even when I moved away, because I moved away to college in Orlando, she was there every weekend. So it was just... That was it. Like, we were just always meant to hang out and be in each other's lives one way or another. And now we're dating. <laughs> yeah. Now we're engaged. Engaged. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know? Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of crazy. And in the work, working here is, is crazy because it's so hard to turn off when you're my partner in life and when you're my business partner. Like, yeah. when I want to move that flat to the left and she says, no, I want it on the right. Well, which one of us is the right one? Right. You know, like, we're... Nobody, <laughs> so imagine how hard that one is. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a third. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no, there's nobody to, like, be that, like, that vote that decides. So it's just like, okay, do I want, which battle do I want? Yeah. Do I want the flat 
or do I want those lights? Everything All right, you take is, the flat, you know? Everything yeah. is 50 50 here for everything between the two of us. So it's really difficult when we don't agree on something because it's like, well, who wins? Nobody, because <laughs> right. it's, it's really 50-50. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of always trying to be on the same page as much as we can be yeah. on everything. Yeah. But I think that if we didn't have the bond that we had, this wouldn't have survived four years later not having that third person to make yeah. a vote. So that means, you know, like, we're, we, we are close enough in our mindset, in our mission statement, in who we are as artists and what we want to be here in Miami that those little trivia things yeah. don't matter. One of us will make a decision, and if it doesn't work, then the other one tries it the next month. You know, and we've really been able to refine that after four years. The first year it was tough because you know we wanted, we didn't know where we wanted to go or where this machine was going to happen. I wanted to take it one way, and she wanted to take it another way, both in the same realm of the art world, but right. you know, gearing in different and different angles, and then just really finding that balance. You know, and we're still every day is finding that balance. Yeah. You know, and and figuring and tweaking things out, and and trying to put on different hats and figuring out which one of ours has a role here or there. And trusting each other, I imagine, because sure. I think, you know, sometimes with creative partnerships, sometimes you might wonder, like, what the other one is thinking or if there's a, oh, kind of a secret God. agenda or something, but <laughs> it doesn't feel like that with you guys. No, 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 thank God, because I wouldn't be able to handle that other element of it, and, and, and I do think about that often, you know, with how in-depth everything gets here in, in the behind the scenes of running a business and how everything goes. That is a huge... Um, weight that doesn't have to be on our shoulders like i trust her completely there's no um negative feelings like oh is she gonna steal money or is she trying <laughs> to take the company or or what is she gonna do with this or is she gonna ruin that no like we we have uh i, I would very comfortably say that in that we have a hundred percent complete yeah. trust i know that you know both of us are always going to take complete care of this baby here in in the best way we can yeah, and, and it's true. Like we just really trust each other. I think it had worked that we were had already established that friendship and that bond, and then you know we had been best friends before we started dating for like six or seven years. So there was a solid foundation of trust, and we were besties. And then we got into a relationship, and we were in a relationship for about four or five years before we started AV. So we kind of had our grounds that if she wants to make a call, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm behind you, you know, like a, that. Then make it, and we'll run with it. And that's and we have that trust in one another when it comes to that. So that's really helped out. And our team uh, has helped in, in an aspect like that. You know, even Kenny went to school with us. Mm -hmm. We know Kenny from high school mm -hmm. in Miami Springs Senior High and all of that other stuff. Uh, so it's kind of helped. It's kind of funny to see it 15 years later. We didn't even all hang out in high school together, and here we are with this yeah. business that is on all of our shoulders, and, and we've made it work. Something else I wanted to talk about was kind of this community of artists that you guys have kind of developed here where it's like you come to an AV event and it's you know it's this team that's putting it all together mm -hmm. and you guys seem to be really good friends how did that how did that develop and and how does that really kind of help move you forward I think our our our, our it's like a bittersweet thing we our, our slogan became the home for local artists so they never left they loved it so much that they just <laughs> stayed. Uh, but with Kenny, it was when we started our first show, he came out to one. And I and, and at the time, me and Vanessa were running everything, you know. Mm -hmm. And he came out to a show, and he was like, hey, let me help you with sound. That's what I went to school for. And so he jumped in, and, and then it worked. And then a friend of ours, Danny, who we had gone to school with, came in. And he was like, hey, I'll host for you guys and do some comedy. And I was like, hey, that works too. And then a friend of ours, I was looking for somebody who needed a photographer. And then they came out, and Penn showed up. And it was like, hey, I, can I take pictures for all of your events? And we're like, yeah, sure. And then it just snowballed. And it became this like 
really big thing. And if we wanted to really be an artistic vibe, then we needed to have every genre of art. And that's what we've accomplished with our team. You know, we have Vanessa, who's an actress. Uh, I, who originally started doing poetry. Then Kenny, who does is a musician. Penn, who's a digital graphics designer. So then we really started to just target uh, something in every genre so that we would always, as a team, know what that artist needed. Maybe I don't know what that musician needs, but talk to Kenny. He's gonna be able to help you grow or help you set up and help you do all of this. And Vanessa can do the same thing when it comes to acting. Uh, and that kind of just became a thing. And then um, we chose, you know, in theaters you have a company, you know, you're a company member. Um, we switched that here and you are a family member. Like oh, our, our, it's you're a part of the AV fam. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what we've called it. And those are the people who help make sure that our shows get promoted to people that we can't, you know, reach out to because we're always so busy. Mm -hmm. uh, and helping us sell tickets or clean or set up our stages and things like that. And, you know, we give back to them by opportunities and things like that. And it, it just really became a family. And, you know, now these four years later, we do everything together. Like our French, our, our business is our business, but then we always hang out afterwards and we do things together. And so that trust extends to them. Yes. Yeah. They, these people are these beautiful people who uh, actually, uh, it wasn't like we sought them out. They came to us. We, or we attracted it, however you want to see it. You know, yeah. they came to a show or we knew them from back when and they, they contacted us and they believed in our mission and they wanted to become part of it. And so, here they are, and and honestly, you know, when you when you look at it now, it's like I couldn't imagine running it without that, you know, mm -hmm. without them. They, it's just, it is, it's like a child. It takes a village, it takes everybody to come together to make it happen. You yeah. Know? And I think that's a beautiful thing because she said they came to us when it really first started. It was, hey, can I can I host some shows with you, or hey, can I, do you need help building something? Because I would totally love to do that. And it became that, and then they just came all the time. And then it, you know, when it finally came down to it, it was like, okay, let's do this thing. Let's have these family members instead of a company member. We're going to call it family because we're a home yeah. and we want you to feel comfortable. And and that took off. And I, I thank them at the beginning of every show because I also I also I often think that sometimes you don't see the people who are behind the scenes. And for example, I'm the face because I'm on stage and everybody gets to see me. But they don't see Vanessa working back there and and if hustling. they go get a drink. If they, they go get a drink, <laughs> do you know how often they think that she's just a bartender? Right. I love you it know though. what I mean? I adore that. <laughs> I adore that because I see who's a douche and who's not. <laughs> if you treat if you treat the bar help wrong, you will be in serious uh. trouble with me. Because it's like no, you're gonna respect because it could be any of us back there at any given moment. And you don't know who's the owner of this place, yeah. who is a teacher here, who's a performer. It's like you know because we all will will flip flop in, in whatever position is needed these guys will jump in in anything yeah. whether it's you know to work the bar to produce a show to take out the trash to we all do it from the owner to the last member who's just joined in yeah, yeah and nobody you know no job too small nobody that can't do a certain thing here so you just never know who you're talking to i so like the, that so there you go if you're listening to this and you're going to come to av <laughs> make sure you treat everyone nice because you <laughs> yeah. never know who you're talking to you yeah. never know and it's the truth <laughs> and it really is the truth not the bartender <laughs> <laughs> oh bought it well, she'll bought it <laughs> She'll probably sass you right back. Right? I would. Yes. <laughs> I would. Indeed. You want to some comedy now? Yeah. Some fucking giggles. All right. Start clapping your hands right now. Give it up for my man, Josh Silverman. Google searches for how do I move to Canada reached an all-time high. Yeah, like Canada would even want you. 
Yeah, that's a great part. People just think, like, oh, I'll just pack up and move to Canada. They'll have no problem with this. No, they're their own country. They have their own rules as to who and who cannot come in there. I mean, people are just going to try to come into Canada, and then they're just going to get stopped at the border by the guard, and just they're going to be like, hey, man, I want to get into Canada. We're trying to get out of here. And they're going to be like, no. Sorry. No. You, you can't just come in here like, okay, because you've got a Cheeto-colored president. <laughs> Take off, you hoser. <laughs> so instead, we're going to have to sneak across the border into Canada. A bunch of people on Canadian border are going to get pissed as shit like, these goddamn snowbacks are coming in here, bringing their guns, bringing their crime. But yeah, I'm sure some of them are okay, I guess. So um, take us through your lineup of events, because you have a lot of kind of different uh, events. Just briefly take us through all of them and, and how people, uh, like what kind of artists come to it and, and how they can get involved. You want to flip-flop back and forth? Yeah, I'll flip-flop. I'll take, uh, on Thursday nights we do an open mic, uh, which is an all-art open mic. So And that varies from what they're going to perform to also level of experience. Uh, Thursdays is really open to newbies who are shaky and have always wanted to try comedy and didn't know if they should this is that's the night to come out uh, -huh. uh and you have comedians and then you'll have veterans who are headlining the improv and are coming here to work on their new material and then that gives our audience like this really cool thing you got to see somebody that you normally would have had to pay 45 dollars and two drinks and a parking you know uh, fee and you got to see him for five dollars working on their new material and you were a part of that artist's growth and that's a it's, a, it's a really crazy night. You never know what you're gonna get. It's one of those uh, mayhem evenings where you are experiencing everything together. Do you have other, like, other kinds of acts, like, you know, beyond the music or, or poetry or stand-up? Yes, uh, we have had... ones? We have oh, had... There's always something interesting at Vibes, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, like, we, we've, we've made it a joke, like, where we call it, like, here's what you missed because you never know what you're gonna get here. And we've had... Um, We've had EDM musicians come out and do weird dancing to electronic music on our stage. Uh, we've had a guy who did a Michael Jackson impersonation. Uh, uh, me and Kenny did a Go in the Dark sign language uh, song uh, and signed it with black lights and, and did things like that. What else have we had here? We've had a, a motivational speaker. Oh yeah, we had a motivational speaker mm -hmm. who we ended up having always open up our show, and he was always very positive, and he would kind oh, of just wow. give the right vibe to our space. So it wasn't like a like a like a satire of one. It was he was an actual motivational. Speaker. Yeah, yeah. It, it was bizarre because he called himself a comedian, but di didn't end up being that at all. No. It was like I don't. I guess maybe he thought it was funny, funny but it, it was very beautiful and very inspirational what he would yeah. say and, and, and the things he would say would really make you think it was very it was a very interesting act that he that he had so so you know for someone that's listening here that might be you know maybe working in an office or, or not necessarily an artist that um are maybe looking you know listening to this and saying hmm maybe i can kind of go up there you have a message for them like what would you say do it try it yep 
Just do it. Come out and, and Vibes is the, the place for you because it's a very um, supportive crowd and everybody is on the same page as you and figuring it out and trying to see, you know, where their talent lies. So come out and give it a shot. I, that's what I would say. Don't don't uh, let that sleep inside of you. Yeah, and, and I, I, will, I will commend our audience. They know what they've come to see at Vibes. They know that they're going to see some people who it's their very first time. I've I've... I hate to say the word trained, but really that's what I've done. They know when a new act is hitting the stage that it's their first time, they applaud the loudest for them yeah. uh, to really feed them their energy so that they feel it on stage and give it right back. Yeah. Uh, and that's a really big thing here. Uh, and it's not like you're, t you're not going to get that everywhere else. And, and most people will always, we've popped more stage cherries here than I think any <laughs> stage in Miami because of that agree. welcoming crowd. And have you seen any, like uh, someone that, that maybe did that for the first time and then has started coming back? And have you seen a, any transformations oh, oh lots of so them that's many. the best part of what we do so many i, I want to use panda panda as as, as, an, as an example yeah. we have this uh family member and yeah. his name is panda and i will never forget when panda first we used to do a night called push yeah. where artists could just come and use a space to rehearse sing we would give them notes they would be more experienced or we want to bring that back eventually yeah. um, and panda came to that night <clears throat> and he i'll never forget him trying to sing with his little iPad shaking in his hands and unable to follow the music and very, and it really was mostly nerves, I think, mm -hmm. um, just being afraid of that and not really knowing you know, what he wanted to do, not having the confidence to say, I am an artist, this is what I do. And he would just barely sing into the mic, you know? And now he is with a full band. He's the lead singer of a band called Pandorama. They just auditioned for America's Got Talent. They were just at a show last night rocking the house down. They actually have book shows all over Miami. I see him less now because he's, he's over, always busy. Uh, but it was beautiful to see. He's he's the one that I'm, I'm the proudest of because I literally saw it from shaky hands, I don't know what I want to do, to I write my own songs now. And, and he's amazing at yeah. it. He's such a great songwriter. And when he walks onto the stage now, it's like he owns it. Yeah. He yeah. owns the stage. You can't see a shred. I'm sure inside, you know, we all feel <laughs> yeah, nervous yeah. and everything. But you cannot see it outwardly anymore and he just exudes this confidence and the band is traveling all over the place now and playing here and playing there and it's it's awesome to see yeah. that. All right, you guys ready for some more music? Because we've got our feature band playing tonight and I want you to give it up really loud! And I'm really excited about this song because it's a, it's a new song that we've been working on. So we're debuting it here. And we really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, this next song is called Toxic. Not the Britney Spears one. That's, that's going to be the song. And the flowers are dying and I watch as we Yeah. 
I've seen poets become better. I've seen musicians get better. I've seen comedians get funnier. Uh, and, and, and that is a really good good thing to see, yeah. uh, to know that you, in fact, are also helping these artists grow by uh, giving them this opportunity to yeah. continue to express themselves over and over again. So there's no excuses. No, no I mean, excuses. There's come a place to come and to just try. Mm -hmm. Do it. We've had, we've had nurses who have come and done comedy one night, and then they did it. it, was, it look at it as you have a bucket list. Yeah. And even if you only do it once, it's something you get to check off. Yeah. And it's so painless. You don't have to be there the whole five minutes. I've told newbies, mm -hmm. the minute you get uncomfortable and you think you're done, just get off stage. I will come and rescue you. Yeah. Like I will, I will be ready to run on stage so that you don't have that, uh, 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 and they've had them and you see that the audience will clap for them like don't worry do it you've got it and that's why I say that if you're gonna do it for the first time come here yeah. uh, it's very welcoming and we open doors so you want to get the next event yeah uh, well that's what vibes is for it's open to all and then we have shows that are not an open list that we select the artists and then we put it together and that is um, mostly for uh, for the audience, you know, that's geared more towards the audience. I feel that Vibes is very geared towards the artist. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, the first one that I will call out is Laugh Attack. That happens on the second Friday of every month, and it's a stand-up comedy night. So we book comedians that you'll see performing all over at the improv, at all other venues, and we put a, a lineup of artists together. And we, the fun part of that is it's not just your standard stand-up comedy night. We actually incorporate a theme into every show because we being theater, theater kids people. and loving to <laughs> perform. We love the cosplay of it. We love to decorate and to make a costume and to do a stage set for the show. And it just adds a unique element to stand-up comedy that we didn't see anybody else doing. And the audience loves getting into the theme and they love dressing up too. For example, we just had a, a Pixar night. So we all dressed up as different Pixar characters and it doesn't change the stand-up comedy. The stand-ups, they still come and they do their thing. They do their set and stuff, but we go crazy. And yeah. next month will be Game of Thrones. And that's yeah. every second Friday of the night. You're going to see amazing headliners that you'll see all over the place in Miami. And you guys go all out with that theme. Oh, no. yeah. It's like every time I've come to one of those, oh, we go there's hard. a theme yeah. and it's like the place is transformed. Well, we, yeah, we, we, we decide if we're going to do it, then we got to do it full on. Yeah. And like I spiked up my hair last night and I have curly hair, it's really hard to spike up just so that I could be anger and like blow dried it up and did the whole nine and, and it really adds another element. Sometimes the audience now wants to see what we're doing with a theme. When we oh, tell yeah. them and they're like, oh, I can't wait to see what you're gonna do. And then we, we really decided Miami needed something unique to change up the mundane. And so adding that theatrical flair was one thing and then we added a lot of other stuff. We make our comedians battle each other after they're set, we have the audience write topics down and they each get a minute to go after each other on that one topic. Uh, and then they keep going through the rounds. So the audience has an opportunity to choose what they thought was the best. Yeah. That comedian also automatically gets booked for the next month. So it's an opportunity for that comedian to keep getting work. Uh, and then we do, instead of intermission, because intermissions are boring. Intermissions are, are, hey, you're probably gonna get up and if you are too a little too tired or a little too hungry, you're gonna leave. So we do halftime shows, like if it was football, you know? <laughs> like, so we're gonna entertain you while you're waiting for the bathroom and while you're doing that. And some sometimes the theme lends itself to just a photo booth, so these couples and these friends will get in there and do photos. We did that for uh, 50 Shades of Laugh Attack. We had like handcuffs and whips and all these guys got to have fun with that. And then we did a Broadway show where we did musical oh, yeah. numbers, you know? 
I was here for that one. Yeah. People there was some drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, was drag. that happens a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. Here, and it's always it's, the straight guys that do it. It's always they, the straight guys. They, you know, any excuse for Kenny to put on a pair of heels, and he will do it. You would not, yes. And he's f fierce in those heels. <laughs> yes, man. he's crazy. Wow. Wow. By the way, he's, for our listeners, Kenny is about 6'2 and like 280, and he wears lingerie. <laughs> like little baby doll dresses. And Kenny is is like but he a moves super manly man like yeah, he's your yeah. typical beer and football oh, yeah. guy but he is so graceful it's so <laughs> yeah. crazy it's crazy he is yeah really crazy, graceful crazy. and then the last event that i'll say that we have is the last saturday of the month we do a booked music and poetry night and that is called reverb and we do that where we book our, our poets and our spoken word artists and our musicians and that's a very laid back uh, we, we like we joke around it's like a cheese and wine night because the vibe is a little bit different I'm probably the rowdiest one on stage because I I'm just crass and I don't turn it off <laughs> like that's just who I am yeah uh, but it's a very fun uh, that's the kind of night you walk away very inspired and very motivated because when when it comes to music and poetry it's all in the words a lot you know you're listening to the words that these people are speaking you can you can close your eyes and listen to a poet and really have it like mm -hmm. really touch you and i would say the same for music you know you're grooving out but you're listening to to what it is that's going on so it's a very motivating and an inspirational night and that's the last saturday uh that we just we that was our last show that we started kind of adding to our showcases uh so it's the youngest if you'll say mm -hmm. out of the four years that we've been here i love all of our shows but reverb is my tops it's just the feeling that you get when you leave that night, mm -hmm. it's just very different from, you know, the other nights are very hype and very exciting and very wild and very, you know, um, what I feel like the Miami crowd is super into and Reverb is too, but it's just a, on a different level. I feel like the people that come are so inspirational and the words you hear and the live music and just, it feels very um, community that night. It feels like we're all one together in this room on that night. And so I, I just really adore it. I guess I'll say that Laugh Attack is what Miami wants and Reverb is what Miami needs. Oh. Yeah. If, if that's what I was going to sum yeah. it up. I, I would agree. Give a very warm welcome to our house poet, my brother from another mother. Start clapping your hands right now, everybody. And give it up for Narciso Hilario I would, I, I would fly through the multiverse to our first encounters to immortalize our attraction in every single universe, then become an astronomical botanist so I could thrust my way through creation, discover an ambrosial cultivation of flowers that feed off nothing but infatuation and name them after you. I swear that I, I would ask the moon to flicker in Morse code. He loves you every night before you sleep, and I would weep every evening before I rest if it meant that God could send you messages of happiness in all your dreams. And then... I would secretly seem all the pieces you think that you're missing within exchanges of words because you're sick of the whistling while the wind hisses through, through all your voids. Silence anything in your mind you thought was noise with wonderful childhood memories that inspire nothing other than joy. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I would kiss you like a beggar who's lost everything, and your lips were my last possession. Rewind. I said I would kiss you like a beggar 
who's lost everything. And how have the two of you grown through this whole journey? <laughs> Don't side side eye well. me. <laughs> We have become far more patient than in our younger days. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think we've grown a lot. Having this business has been um, very beautiful, but very hard sometimes. Uh -huh. You know, keeping it going and, and working with the person that you're with is not easy either. Because it's like, you know, we're home together and then you go to work and you're together and it's like, it's all the time. And I think that has really made us have to um, examine everything about ourselves and that's, I think that makes you stronger in the end. I think we have a bond that we've been through so much because of this that I don't think anything could tear us apart. Probably not. And I think we've grown as a, as a couple. And I think that we've grown as business people. And I think we've grown as artists. Uh, like I said at the, be at the beginning of all of this, I started reading my poetry out of a journal. And now I'm hosting for other venues and doing... 30-minute comedy sets, and which I would have never thought that I was a comedian. I never wanted to host a show of our own. When we started our shows back in Miami Springs, I hated the microphone. I was super shy, and I didn't want to talk in front of people. I would just close the show by saying, like, thank you for coming out, and uh, follow us on Facebook. And I would run off the stage. And this forced me. Yeah. And now you see me now, and nobody believes that I was ever that shy and not wanting to it's host. crazy. She wouldn't even come near the mic in the beginning, and now it's just she's so natural at it. <laughs> now you can't rip it out of my hands. I'm like, no, yeah. it's mine. What is it about getting up on stage and just being, what is it that kind of gets you to get out of that? It no. is. I feel it's like a muscle. I feel like going on stage and performing is a muscle. And the more you work it out, the stronger that it gets. And the further away from it you go, the, you know, the weaker it becomes. It's not like riding a bike, I feel. You know, I actually think that I have done the opposite, not not in terms of growth, but I think that I have immersed myself more in the in the behind the scenes since mm -hmm. this has opened than I was before we had this because I just really put all of myself into this place, you know, and for a while. Necessary. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to. You for need a that. Absolutely. Yeah, so we they kind of flip flop, but I I I, I will disagree with you, darling, because Ooh. because. Well, I did discover uh, one thing about you. myself. Go okay. for it. Okay, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Um, I did discover that, that I, that I am a musician Yeah. here. I yeah. discovered that it was always something that I loved. It was always something that I thought in the back of my head I wanted to do, but you would only catch me singing in the car or the shower. And, <laughs> uh, I tried it out here for the first time and I met the group of musicians that I would work with that mm -hmm. would bring that out in me here. And now I do sing around town and in different places and uh, here, Rides mostly here songs. because I don't have time. <laughs> and I have started to kind of write my own music and that, that was birthed out of here, out of baby. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's true. one of those things. And that's one of the things that we're hoping, you know, with this podcast to reach out to people that maybe aren't artists, that maybe don't, um, you know, think, oh, why would I get up on a stage? I'm not going to be a musician or I'm not going to be an artist. But it's this idea of there's part of your soul that kind of needs that kind of expression yeah. and whether or not you're making money at it or whatever it it helps yeah i say why not why can't you be a musician and and, and i think and that we equate like what we see on tv as that's the only way you can be a musician is if you're you know lady gaga or you know the only way you can be an actor is if you're meryl streep or whatever and that's not true you know that's not you don't have to be famous, you know, to be a thriving musician working in your art and making a living off of it and expressing yourself. And even if you don't want to make a living, maybe it's a hobby. Yeah, and maybe maybe you. you're working in a in, mm -hmm. in a law office and then coming out to a place like this at night and, and you know. sharing your art with people. Listen, yeah. we have a doctor 
who is a doctor in the ICU in a hospital here in Miami, and comedy is his release. He's not gonna give up being a doctor to be a comedian. Like, that's what he loves to do, and that's what he's doing. But the, the comedy is that release, it's that disconnect, you know, where some people read a book to disconnect or something like that. Some people just go on stage. And I think that it's something that if you ever had a, a tickle or a thought of, and even as something as silly as, I've always wanted to rap this song on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, yes, that was so what? much fun. That <laughs> oh was my so God. much fun. But again, yeah. it's like it's like it comes back down to that bucket list. You don't need to be a rapper for the rest of your life. You no. know, you don't need to do that. But invite your friends out for a night of crazy and say, hey, tonight I'm a rapper yeah. and tomorrow I'll be your lawyer again, you know, or whatever that is, because it's it's really it's like a, a, a different kind of weight that is lifted when you get to go up on stage amongst your peers and amongst the community and be accepted for your thoughts yeah. or accepted for how you feel or something you're very passionate about. Nothing I think is more gratifying than knowing that there is people that are looking at you and enjoying your passion yeah. or your moment. And it's, it's, it makes it so much easier, yeah. you know, cause I used to write a lot in journals, but nobody reads that yeah. and nobody really gets to say, Hey, that was really good. Or, or I've felt that before, or I've been there, or, Oh my God, I never thought about it that way or something like that. There's something that happens when you get off stage. That's, that's more than just the stage. It's the conversations when you get down, it's the people you meet because you were up there. Yeah. It's somebody who comes up off the audience and goes, I would have never said that, but I'm glad you did, yeah. you know, or something like that, that I think that you, sh if, if it's something that's there, try it. What's, well, I mean, what's the worst yeah. that's going to happen? You never do it again, you know, this and is... that's it. You're not going to, you're not going to die on stage. Nobody's going to boo you, at least not here. And in fact, you'll probably discover that whatever that worst case scenario that was in your head is bullshit. Yeah. It's not that yeah. bad. And yeah. Then, it's not and then a thing. You come up against those fears out there in another way. <laughs> and you're like, well, I beat them in here. So if Listen, you don't try, you might. Yeah leave something in yourself undiscovered forever yeah because i mean what if she had never tried comedy you know what if she what if, never got on the mic what if i never tried you what know? if you had never decided to come see this place yeah because exactly. you're yeah because i was afraid yeah. you know that that could that could have been a very real thing that would have happened <laughs> yeah you know it was terrifying and i there was a voice that said uh you can't do that. Like, right. what are you thinking? And you if know? you had listened to that voice, we then, wouldn't be here. And be here. and think of all the artists that, or all the people that have, you know, benefited from this place. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so thank you for listening to that yes. voice. So what is next for AV? Like, what is there? Like a <laughs> we don't know. Dream, dream. Our dream. dream I, I mean, yeah. I, I would say we don't know because we didn't even know we'd be here. And that's kind of how we've 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 done this whole thing. It's like this really crazy. It's almost like a. a What's that ride in, in Disney, uh, Space Mountain? You're in the dark. You're riding this really crazy ride, but you're in the dark. You don't know when you're going to turn. You don't know when you're going to do this. Uh, but I, our dream would be a bigger space, uh, a, a bigger space just so that we could do more theater because, our, unfortunately, this limits to what we could do um, when it comes to, like, our, our kids' program and, and things that we do when it comes to that angle and, and just having, like, a dressing room and, and things that, that we want to add. Uh, but I wouldn't... My dream isn't this big, lavish, you know, 500-seat theater. That's that, that would, I think, remove from us the vibe we've created here. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would just want something that's a little bit bigger, with a bigger stage, a few more rooms, uh, and in a, a different area. We, we called our space, uh, we go by AV and Artistic Vibes, but really it's called Artistic Vibes Miami. Because in, in the back of my head, 20 years from now, I wanted there to be an AV Orlando 
and a Navy Tampa and a Navy anywhere else, you know, and it still be that idea of homegrown talent, the audience feeling a part of the whole entire thing and, and really cultivating the sense of community within creativity. Yeah. And, and that's really what I wanted. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. My, my dream too is, is for this place to do what we all want here as artists and to really bring the people of this town in and to see the value in art and the value of what we're doing because I think that in Miami it's very hard to promote that and to get people in. I think there's a misconception of what live stuff is to to the general audience. You know, we do have a beautiful community that, that isn't like that, but I just want to see all of our artists down here getting work, getting booked, being able to thrive here if it is that they want to stay here, not feel like they have to leave to somewhere else to attain their goals as an artist. I want this to be a place where we can work and, and make a living if that's what we want and, and for our audience to be turned on. I want the mm -hmm. work that we're doing here, the whole purpose of it was to show people, hey, this is something that you want to see. This is where you want to be. This is what you want to do. And I want everybody to be a part of it and hopefully you know eventually down the line we'll be part of that growth of the art scene down here and people will will see the huge value in what everybody's doing yeah so what is it that's happening in miami i mean do you guys feel this this idea of this kind of big I, I creative renaissance happening is what we're calling it but this awakening like i feel like I, I after having been in this now with the four years we've been open and the two years we did it beforehand that we've been doing this now for six years, I've seen an extreme amount of growth uh, from not finding a room to now I can tell you four different rooms on any given night that you can go and express yourself at. Uh, so in that in that aspect, I feel like it's it's grown. I think that it depends on which avenue. I think that when it comes to like comedy in Miami, it, it's like, it's this really weird. It pulses and it grows and it gets really great. And then they all move to New York or Chicago or LA, and then it's almost like a reset button. And like all the people that were underneath, like taken under wings by the veterans, are now in charge of continuing to make sure that that continues to, it, it, like a phoenix, grow and then burn and then grow and then burn and then grow and then burn. Uh, but at, as a, as a whole, I think that the Miami people are waking up and realizing that this is a thing and that it's a good thing between art walks and improv shows popping up and, and more theaters and uh, um, just all of those, all of, all of the, the creative, we've, we've been really creative in how we're showing them different ways of being artistic. And I think that that has allowed them to be like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I've seen it in the growth in the audiences, in the shows that these people are, are putting on where maybe it was hard to bring out 20 people and now you're selling them out. Mm -hmm. and, and people are really starting to, to see that, that growth. So I do see it growing. Uh, I, I think that we have, we've got to keep pushing. We have and, to keep, and, yeah. Uh, I, I want to see, like, like, me and Vanessa, we went to New York, and we saw uh, us on the news a segment that's just about Broadway and theater, and you would never get that here in Miami. I want to see that. I want to see that it's so big down here, and we're getting there. We keep pushing, and yeah. we're getting there. That now it's, hey, these are the the places you could do, and I want to see that on the Channel 7 News, yeah. where I, you're, you know, talking to a local I actor. have to talk about that, because <laughs> I had never, you know, the first time I went to New York, I had never seen that before. I had never seen that anywhere, and, and we're literally in the hotel room, and on the news pops up a segment with Broadway actors talking about their show and what's hot and what's to see. And I'm like, what? This is a thing that happens? Like they talk about theater on the news here? What the heck is going on? Why don't we have this? And so, yeah, I want to see that happen to it. But I do, you know, to keep it positive, I do think it is happening. Mm -hmm. It is happening. I think it's just happening slowly. 
but there is a lot of growth. And I think what, what's, what gets frustrating is that, you know, your really great core of artists, and it's happening a lot in the comedy world right now, um, it's not happening fast enough for them, so they're leaving. They're still leaving. Yeah. We just lost two last night. Two of my favorite, favorite comedians who support us so much, who are killer performers, who just really make the scene rich, left last night to pursue their goals. And I'm, I'm super happy for them, but sad for Miami that Miami lost them. Yeah. You know, so I don't want to see that happening anymore. I want them to be able to stay here and, and know that they can still have a career and somebody will see them and, and things will still happen for them, you know? But I think, I think if we look, you know, five years from now, if we look back, I think that's going to be very different. And I think it's going to be because of people like you Thank who are you. creating these opportunities. And as that starts growing and as people start really finding that creative voice, um, Miami's, I mean, this it is, is so it's fertile ground. Yes. It and really we is need fertile to, as ground. A, as, as, as a community here, stop bowing down to other places. Yeah. And that's what we need oh, to do. Because Miami's voice is Miami's yeah. voice, so unique. We have it. We have a a community of artists that have their own flavor that when you take it somewhere else the people love it they love yeah. our flavor we do have our own style and our own stuff and we need to acknowledge that and say here we are we have this thing here and yeah new york you're awesome no one's gonna take that from you la you're awesome too chicago but so are we yeah we are a place to see too we're our own kind of awesome yeah, yeah. and i do want to say one thing that i that i that is what i probably have loved about this creative renaissance the most in the last six years and it is the flip, uh, when we first started, everything was competition. If you had a room, right? If you had a room and it was even on the same week, you already had, a, you had created an enemy because now you were sparsing this audience to choose which side you were going to grow. And it, it became really hard. We, we were anti that when we came in here. Mm -hmm. We actually looked at, at uh, neighboring venues and, and seeing what nights were their most popular nights to make sure that our shows weren't on their nights so that we weren't trying to take away their audience or their artists so that everything would grow because as a community, you have to come together to grow yeah. with the same vision. And I think that in the last few years, I've seen more collaborations between companies, between other venues, between other spaces, and that is why it is moving in the direction that it's moving. Because when mm -hmm. you're fighting each other, it can't grow. Only one of you will grow. If you want to grow a scene, if you want to grow a community, then you need to be a part of that in any which way, shape, or form. So now yeah. you're seeing more improv groups do shows together instead of trying to take them away from one another. Or you're seeing more uh, theater companies working together and, and lending you know, directors and actors and this and that. And that is what I think is what's really behind this growth yeah. is in, I may not be able to go, but how can I help you succeed while I'm succeeding over here? And how can we continue to help each other so that mm -hmm. this community, it's not, it's not you should come to my show and not his. It's, hey, why don't you come to ours this week, but next week, make sure you go and check them out because what they're yeah. doing is beautiful. And that was so weird when we started here. I would have artists say, hey, can I, uh, is it okay if I leave flyers here or can I promote my show here? And I would always go, why wouldn't you be able to? And it was really because other places weren't allowing them to. Yeah. And that was so crazy for me because how do you grow something if you're trying to keep it hush hush? If you're telling your <laughs> artists, oh, but if you work there, you can't come back here. You can't do that to people in town, yeah. especially in a, in a community where you're trying to make something happen. You can't stifle people like that. And, and, and that's the whole reason why Vibes is on a Thursday night instead of a prime night like Friday. We, yeah. we, we did that on purpose. 
purpose because there was another group that we whose toes we did not want to step on and we decided well let's just do it on Thursday night and, and we'll all work together and and then we had a really great experience with our headliner of last night Freddie Stebbins he has his own room on Thursday nights as well at Taurus and that could have been a huge a bitter thing between him and us because our room is on Thursday night and it's actually quite the opposite. He sends people to us. We have people who will come here on the early side and, and then we we'll send them. them to him yeah. after and he will promote us and he's not afraid of it being competition and that is and for that reason we have a beautiful relationship and people know they can go back and forth and do both rooms in a night if they want to and there's no problem. Well yeah you get people used to going out and, and seeing great stuff and yeah. then you know that will be a habit Share that, the that develops. Yeah. yeah amen. So now as we wrap up just you know plug your stuff how can people find out about you uh, website, Facebook. Uh, we are everywhere. We are everywhere. <laughs> we are on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Periscope, on Ed LinkedIn. If you'd like, uh, you can just Google or search for Artistic Vibes Miami and we'll pop up everywhere. Our website is www.artistic-vibes.com and just check us out like us we are always doing crazy things uh we're always looking to collaborate we're always looking to do more shows here and we just want to see you either on stage or in a couch being comfortable and entertained <laughs> yeah and so if you're out there listening to this again there's no excuses there's a stage here with beautiful people running this place a beautiful environment you're going to get here there's couches there's writing on the wall there's a stage with a very receptive audience for you just challenge yourself to be creative and find new parts of yourself that you didn't know existed. And we'll keep growing Miami together. Thank the two of you so much Thank you. for <laughs> being you and doing what you do and giving opportunities for people um, to be creative. Thank you guys for Thank having you. us and for yeah. having this kind of podcast. It's needed. Yes. Thanks. Yes. Thank you very much. Wow, what a great conversation. With oh, those yes, two. absolutely. Man, uh, it's so funny because, you know, you know people, right? But then there's certain things that you don't even ever think of asking. Yeah. And yeah. so, I, I mean, I know them. We're not like the best of friends, but but I consider them really good friends. And and I never knew how they, how they got together or how right. they got the place. Yeah. Such an amazing story. Incredible. Not just the story of, um, of artistic vibes, but the story of them themselves. Yeah. So inspiring. And uh, got to give a major shout out to this guy in, in, at Miami Springs High School back in the day that was uh, trying to play play both of them. Oh, him. Oh. And <laughs> ends up bringing them together. So thank you for being for being you and <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to get two dates at once. <laughs> that that is that is such a unique story. I mean, has that ever happened before? I right. wonder. Um, yeah, what a way! What a way for two people to meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now we have artistic vibes, which it can't be said enough. How many people have benefited from from this this dream of theirs, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and this idea, this spark that that came. And and you know, we've talked about it before that it's very easy to you get a spark, and it's very easy to to listen to those other voices that say no, you shouldn't do it. And here you have another example of. You know, Vanessa's cousin telling her, okay, come and look at the space. You need to come yeah. look at the space. Yeah. She's like, I don't have any money. How is this going to work? Uh -huh. And so she could have easily just stayed home uh -huh. or stayed at work and not gone. And, you know, we wouldn't have this place. And, I mean, just the ripple effect. Yeah. 
definitely a case of the universe providing. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they're 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 a couple, you know, um, and and they're also business partners, but their chemistry together yeah. is is just really fascinating. And that that whole idea of being able to trust each other mm-hmm. and and not having to worry about you know what the other one is is thinking or doing or or whatever. There's a, a, a sense of ease that can come from that, and yeah. you can and build it, off of that. And acknowledging that even if you don't necessarily agree on everything, you can still work together because it's give and take. You know, yes. um, you know, I get to, I, we do things my way uh, this month, next month, um, you get your way. That yeah. that kind of thing. Or maybe there's a way in the middle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, I always personally think that these these you know projects or like a a place like that or even a podcast like this has an energy of its own. You know, and it's mm-hmm. and like the people that are collaborating have have uh like the the energy of the project will communicate through each of them mm-hmm. through their own unique talents and yeah, yeah. the more that you're able to just kind of listen to each other and and get get very very tuned in on what that energy is or what that frequency is of that project yeah then the stronger it is yeah it's right? a resonance yeah that's what that's what it is i'm an audio guy so i think in terms of right. <laughs> of you know sound and, and vibrations and things right. like that but that's what it is it, you you when you're in the zone when you really connect with somebody or with a project or with something that's going on it's a resonance that mm-hmm. happened and it starts to take on a life of its own yeah and so like this 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 project here i mean we 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 literally have no idea where it's going to go next but mm-hmm. uh we know we're doing what we need to do and, mm-hmm. and putting it out there and and hopefully finding finding an audience and and uh keep moving forward but it's yeah. fun and and i'm i'm loving it so yeah. far and what what really strikes me about artistic vibes is how it's it's a starting point um, um about the artists that have gone there and really progressed really gone into um, even found their own careers there, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, even specifically with with Quills and Vanessa themselves, each of them have um, have changed career directions because of the work they're doing at Artistic Vibes. Yeah, um, it's it's the growth the growth of it the artistic growth is is what I guess what is is what it's all about. Yeah, so definitely go check them out um, if you have ever even had an inclination of, of wanting to get up on a stage and sing because, mm-hmm. you know, you do it in the shower or uh, you have poetry that you, you know, have in a little journal that no one's ever heard, you know, go to the reverb night and um, uh, just get out there and, and share your creativity. You can rap something. You can, you can get up and sing. Absolutely. You can do a stand-up routine. You can put a little production together with some friends, do a little skit, do a little play, a little reading of something. Um, anything. It is a place that is comfortable. It is inviting. You feel at home and you will get encouragement. And you may just discover something about yourself that will change your life. Ooh, yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. So thanks for uh, tuning in for this second episode. And we'll see you. We'll see you soon. Or We'll see you soon. We don't know exactly what our next move is, but we will. You'll find out when it happens. The podcast will tell us. Uh, yes. In the meantime, just uh, you know, get out there and be creative. Yes.